0: So that's another episode of the Fee Companion Podcast. And I, you know, coming into this episode, I just figured why not talk about something important that's coming up and that's my fifth year anniversary trading. Um, the official date is August 17th, 2017. So we're about a month away, a little bit under a month, but it's it's been about five years now. And I just wanted to kind of talk about that that progression and that, that, that journey I've been on. Um, so when I first started trading, I was mainly in the mindset of like, get rich quick. And um, you get to that point in trading easily because you come into the game and you realize it's not as complex as everyone kind of thinks it is on the outside looking in. And uh, it's also a thing that you do because you don't understand how complex it can be and you'll start to think that you're better than what you are and the truth of the matter is a lot of people do get rich quick uh a lot of people uh, more people don't obviously but a lot of people do uh but you know it's, it's very easy to make a mistake so i was in that mindset of uh trading penny stocks and if i wasn't trading penny stocks i would try to do like small caps because i was of the mindset of that the blue chips were too expensive so you know i was in a a state of mind where i was very ignorant uh at about and i might be wrong on some of this stuff because it's been so long it's been so many things that have come up and i don't just trade and i wasn't just trading throughout these periods of time but I believe somewhere in around my second year of you know, and I had I had some success with penny stocks. I had, you know, I would I would be jumping in and out of trades and really going for like twenty percent on my account every week, you know, if possible. And some sometimes I would do it. Um, in fact it kind of allude, allude to that my first two years messing around with like penny stocks or just volatile stuff i saw probably like i don't want to put it the wrong way but i saw a lot of like my best skill in those first two years because i was trying so hard and i was putting like my all into it and really catching like runners but um because of that i had a moment where i really messed up in the market and it taught me a valuable lesson and luckily i lost pretty much the money i made but it it was so hard to make that money that it really just reshaped how i thought about the market and i'm trying to remember i think at that point uh i knew somebody and this is um 20 this may not even be this was still 2018 like still probably mid-2018 so i have been trading for probably about a year, a little bit over a year. And somebody I worked with kept telling me about crypto. And, and um, at this point, Bitcoin had already reached its 20,000 top and was starting to sell off, but they were convincing me that crypto was the future. Bitcoin is the future and I should get out of the stock game and go to crypto. And I tried it out for a while and I, and I thought it was too volatile. And this is when Bitcoin was still selling off from 20000 to 3000 And I just was like, I just, I tried it um, and I traded a lot of coins actively. I remember trading Bitcoin vividly when it was at 3000 you know, three and a half, whatever. Um, you know, constantly trading it instead of just accumulating it, right? So I did that for a while. I didn't really like the crypto Side of it, I, I didn't. I don't. You know, it was a, it's a lot to understand the technology. Uh, on one hand, and then it's a whole another thing to actually be able to try to trade that market because you don't have the understanding of where this could be. You know, I would have never thought Bitcoin would be sixty thousand. Um, you know, last year if I was just holding it from that three thousand mark, right? So I did that for a while and then i moved to i believe gold. i started to kind of when i was i used to trade bitcoin every day and that used to be pretty much all i posted but after a certain point i realized that i was you know a lot of my gold predictions were coming true and it seemed like just slowly over time my account became more about posting about gold and that's what i did and um this is probably going into like year three i guess You're two and a half or three. I can't even be too sure. Um, It wasn't overnight. So around two to three, more so, just started shifting towards gold. And then I was mainly playing miners on the equity side. And I realized that you don't really want to do that because you're kind of pulling your money in with the stock. So anything that happens to the stock, the company, you're being affected by So you're not trading gold. And I I didn't understand that at first. So that's when I moved to futures. And I started to say, I want to just, I want to just trade the price of gold. And I loved it. It was probably the best thing I ever did in my trading. And um, to this day, that is the most active thing that I'm probably looking for. So, uh, yeah. And, And gold has been probably the best thing that I've ever been able to trade. Um, since i've started um so at about year three though around probably before year three kind of about two and a half three while i was doing all this i realized that um i wanted to make chart food a thing and i wanted to not because I had to, but because I, I figured why not. I am spending all my time on charts. I might as well produce content. I, would have, I was already producing content for something else that I was doing. And I was telling myself maybe the trading content is probably where I need to go into next because that's what I'm actually doing. So I started to make chart food. I made, I made it a thing. I made it a name. I made it a place where I could even come in and review my own things, which is, I think, the most like the most valuable part of making content is, is for yourself, really, um, especially if you're still growing and learning, which I was, I wasn't a profitable trader yet. But once I got to year three, I started to really slow down because I wanted to start making content for where all the people were at, and that was in the equity side. And I came, this was, this was basically me coming back to the equity side after really, I had left stocks. You know, I wasn't really trading stocks anymore. And by this time I had obviously played around with blue chip stocks enough, you know, like I said, this these are not like fine, um, separators on when I was doing what versus what, you know, you always, you learn and you kind of mix everything as you go. But by this time I definitely was pretty much against penny stocks, um, completely. Um, But at this time, um, I really wanted to get back into, into the equity side and learning. Just really getting back used to playing the stock market because I was so used to futures. I was so used to the only I used to say to people like at that point in my trading, I used to say to people that the only time I want to buy a stock is if I'm holding it forever. If I'm investing in it, not to be trading it around all day. I'll do that in the futures market, you know, but, you know, where I can make some real money. But if I'm trading around stocks, I'm like trying to actually invest and that's that's really not a bad take but that's the kind of mindset i had at that point and um so kind of lost my train of thought but anyway yeah i was on the i was on the stock thing for, for pretty heavy um i got back into stocks um and i really did this because like i said i wanted to appeal to the audience that was around me most of the new traders coming in i was able to at least to some degree uh captivate you know you know captivate them get their attention because i could talk the stock thing and that's where they wanted to talk about that's where that what that's what they wanted to talk about and that's what where they were so i did that for a while this isn't even that long ago i guess and um I like the stock thing, but I still kind of feel the same way. It's it's so many moving components in the stock market that it's not really if you like I'm a technical trader, I always have been. I spent all my years really paying attention to the charts. So you don't really your best in my opinion, your best area to be at is the most pure market that's based off technicals, and that's sometimes more leaning to the futures forex side than it is the equity side that's it has a lot of news components that you just can't predict company to company um and so that's that um and i've pretty much been on that wave until today i guess today if i had to really describe my trading though i would say around after about year three um, or at least as we came into year three, I really started to slow down the volume of how much I traded, and this was around when COVID was hitting, and I really started to say, um, you know, I'm a I'm a very good trader. That's one thing I realized. But one thing I couldn't come to grips with was why I would always end up spinning my wheels. Like I would build up. I would make a lot of money not a lot of money but i would make you know some money and then i would give it all back to the market and spin my wheels and i would be like what am i doing wrong you know i'm not i'm not losing money really but i'm not making money really so the only thing that i and i'm and i'm the kind of person where i don't need to prove a point to myself the only thing i need to is progress so i slowed down my trading completely slowed it down um talent level for my own self was undeniable but discipline is more important than anything so i slowed it down and i had my best year and it was the first year that i was profitable and um it was very weird because it really felt like like oh no this is real because the skill level was already there it's just i was moving too fast for myself so i slowed down um and i had a great year and um since then i haven't really been trading really like i've I've been able to remain profitable just because i haven't been trading that much but uh since then the the fed has been pretty much printing money and i kind of just hung on to those gains from 2020 and then once they decided that, and I knew this was going to come eventually, they were going to have to start shorting the balance sheet and, and, and raising rates and all that. I haven't really been thirsty to trade because the way I see it is that this is a prime moment to invest. And I would never forgive myself if I spent my wills one more time right now. I can spend it in the future and put some money to the side and decide, okay, let's try to see if we can make some extra money off this money. But right now, like, these last really, like, year and a half, two years, and I've traded here and there. You know, I'm putting out content about which stocks I think are going up here and there. Like, I made a trade on um, uh, the S&P to go long last week. So, like, I'm still... Here and there are trading, but for the most part, like I said, I, I really feel like the last two years have been a, a prime moment to invest for the long term, and that's what I've, I've been trying to just take advantage of the fact that hey, they gotta raise these rates, they gotta deplete these stocks, and they got they're gonna open up a opportunity for long term traders to make a lot of money, especially if you're young, you know, and you have the time. And and you have um, cash flow from somewhere else, you know, and I, I really believe that's key as a trader is to have cash flow. And I mean, I even want to kind of go into another element in this podcast to say, yeah, I'm a trader. Yeah, I trade in the stock market, but that's not really what I am. I'm an investor. And I mean, I, that's why I kind of want to push chart food as this is an investing thing. And my main goal is to retire and sit down. Um, and I'm going to trade as frequently or as slow as I need to, to get there. Um, as far as whatever I think is fit. So that, that's, that's, that's been my five years. Um, and like I said, as of today, I really, I don't trade often. Sometimes I can go weeks without even making one trade. And then some weeks I might make three in one week. So it's, it's. It's a very odd place to be, but I kind of wanted to kind of say all that to say, this is how it's been for me since I've kind of neared my five years. That I'm not really eager, eager to prove myself. I'm not trying to like, and, and not prove anything to myself. I'm not really trying to. Um, But my skill level has gotten really good to the point where when I do want to make a trade, I feel really good about it. And there's so many factors going into it, you know, I've learned the bond market a little bit better, a lot more than I ever known it, you know, knew it before. So, um, yeah, and I'm just really interested interested to see what year six brings. And as we kind of get out of this, who knows how long it might take, it might take a year, it might take two. I guess you should always be expected. It could take longer than that for us to get out of this consolidation or this bear market or maybe a recession comes. Who knows? But I prepared for all of it. And um, when we get out of it, or at least when we get out of just uh, the raising rate environment and um, maybe the investment opportunity kind of starts to fade away that's when i kind of plan on returning those those wheels and just trying to see where my skill level is at from a trading standpoint and as of right now i can you know poke at it here and there and i'm very um happy with where it is um but i think um i'm very interested to see where I, my skill level ends up in year 6, year 7, year 8 because anything that I've I've learned these last 5 years is that even when you think you're good, you're not as good as you think. And um every year that they, it's kind of like a like a window closes. Every year I'm as good as I think I am. You know, like that, like that window for like how good I think I am is as good as I really am, but it's still open and there's still, there's still a gap there where I'm, I'm not as good as I would like to be. Um, But I will say I'm as good as I expect, as I would expect. And I couldn't always say that, you know, and I only got to this point because I stopped moving so quickly in, in the market. I was still every day. Day trading every single day, making quick trades every day, I probably would be still spending my wheels. Or I think I probably have the discipline to not spend my wheels, but I probably would be making bad trades instead of just investing. I mean, like I think anybody who's young, like I see a lot of these new day traders. A lot of them are old, and that's for a reason because they feel like they don't have time to wait. That's that's bad in the market. That's number one rule. Like that's a recipe for disaster unless you've already been here and you already know a lot, you know, if you just started and you're like that, you're probably going to be making a lot of bad trades. You're going to lose a lot of money before you actually start to make some. I would almost bet. So, um, sometimes I'm just happy that I'm in my twenties and I can say I've been trading five years, you know, and by the time I actually get to my thirties, will be another year added on to that. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's just about um, for me, it's just about continuing um this process, just putting your head down and staying locked in and 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 not not thinking about where you're at so much because these five years, even though they haven't exactly flown by the the amount of skill level that I've been able to attain is pretty crazy. So yeah, that's just the, that's the podcast. It's starting to go long. It's been 20 minutes. Wow. But, um, that's five years of my trading. And, um, yeah, uh, maybe I could talk about the market really fast and then I'll get out of here in the next 30. So I think the market is still consolidating. I'm not convinced that we're going to go up right now, but I have, you know, prepared for it. And, um, we'll see the Fed needs to figure out what they're going to do with interest rates, uh, by the end, of the, end of, the, of the month. And, um, we're all expecting the rate increase. So I'm not, like I said, I'm not, I'm not ready for this to be the bottom, but, um, mm-hmm. I think anybody who hasn't, you know, taken some kind of, um, you know, per per, you know, if you haven't bought anything yet, you know, I don't know what you're doing, but, um, um, I think, the smart traders are, you know, starting to take pieces of the market, but they're not taking so much that if it dropped again, that they would be out the game. And I, I don't even think you should move like that anyway. Um, um. You should be much smarter, but, you know, for the people that are going to risk, you know, everything, I hope they're at least planning for, you know, the unexpected. So, Um. If you do want to check out my work though, I'm on TradingView at hoop food and then uh a lot of my chart food stuff is in my links and I put I don't I don't sell anything and I've been putting out my trades the last five years so um I'll catch you later.